It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, what's happening, what's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. It's the Friday edition, not your regular old Friday. Last week was a little boring, but we've got Serena Morales back, and it is Hype Friday. It is the last day you will have a podcast before the game on Sunday, the Rams versus the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. We're going to talk a bunch today. Uh, We're going to talk about what you can expect on Sunday. We're going to do some injury updates. We're going to talk about some depth at the linebacker. And of course, a little TMZ Friday, a little Take Your Pick Friday. We're going to get to all that. Guys, don't forget to go find us on social media at Lock on Rams at LA underscore Rambling Bear on Twitter. Uh, our show account you can find on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook group. Uh, we have Serena Morales with us today, so you can find her as well on Twitter and Instagram. On Instagram, it's Morales Morales, and on Twitter, it's at Serena. Can't really mess that up. Pretty simple. I like it. Uh, like I said, we've got a bunch to get to, so with that, let's just jump right into it. I'm Bear Motter of Lockdown Rams, and I'm joined by LA Rams team reporter Serena Morales, and this is your lead story. Serena, Sean McVay had his press conference today, and like he always does, he he does a good job with giving respect to his opponents and making every matchup sound like a challenging one. Uh, When you look at this matchup, what are some of the things that jump out to you about the Steelers that might make it tough this week? Yeah, they're one of those teams that, like, their record really doesn't show or or highlight how good they are, especially because they're playing with their second, a lot of second... uh, string guys I shouldn't say second string guys but like the backup guys right and so they're I mean you know you're four and four but like you took the Ravens to overtime and you you know you lost by three I mean like that's a game that I think really stands out to me um I mean really outside like all their games have been close except the first game against the Patriots but obviously that's one the Patriots and two there's a lot of changes that are made and stuff like that like you lose to the Seahawks by two. I mean, you're really like all, the 49ers. You lost by four. I mean, this is a team that will stick it in, you know, till the end. And I think that's what, to me, is going to be the most difficult part. You know, you guys, uh, they have guys like Schuster, who's going to obviously play really well, and then that's going to be an interesting matchup with our defense. And overall, I mean, they're 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 hanging in there. And I I think that. You know, the Rams, you know, could easily have a different record. I think two of our games that we lost this season are outliers. But, you know, I think that overall this is going to be a team led by a really great head coach and Mike Tomlin, and they're going to make this Rams team play, and they're going to force them to play hard and physical football. Yeah, you're talking about that physical football. I mean, that's like the Steelers' M.O. Uh, it was talked about in the press conference totally. all weekend, right? And and just no matter what the record is or how you know who's in the game, 
especially with Mike Tomlin out there. They are a tough matchup, especially in Pittsburgh. You're talking about weather, which we'll talk a little bit about later uh, and what it's going to look like there on the game on Sunday. But talking about injuries, you talked about them having some injuries. Uh, Sean McVay addressed the media again today, as we talked about earlier, uh, and he talked about a few injuries that we have, and we'll talk them out here. But uh, Brandon Cooks is out this week. He's going to seek some more information. Have you had a chance to talk with him or know much about what's going on with him right now? Yeah, so after the game in London, um, you know, Brandon Cooks, uh, you know, he, I saw him briefly and he smiled and, you know, we were, he actually made jokes with me um, when we got on the plane in the morning, uh, Monday morning, when we flew back from London, I remember he was giving me grief because somehow I ended up between Aaron Donald and Brandon Cooks <laughs> on like the PSA line. And they were like, oh, Serena, you're holding up the line. So um, both of them, uh, both Aaron Donald and Brandon Cooks, um, you know, in good spirits. And, and so, you know, I, I just wish the best for Brandon. And, and it's been great to, you know, just see that everyone's been very supportive of him during this time after suffering his third concussion of the season. So right now he's in Pittsburgh. Um, he's, he's getting checked out by some specialists there. So we'll find out more. Um, but, he, yeah, he won't be playing um, in the game against the Steelers. He'll come back separately, my understanding, um, from, from the team. So he's just getting checked out and making sure, you know, what's best for him. You know, you can't mess around with these types of things. Right. So, uh, But he's getting checked out, and I think that's first and foremost. You know, Sean McVay said it. Like, he's got to feel good about this. We've got to, you know, make sure that he is healthy and can move forward and feel good before he's putting any pads on. So, um, yeah, he's getting checked out. He got checked out earlier today. Well, we'll have to kind of pay close attention to that and see how that kind of continues to develop. But the Rams have been, you know, on if you look at the whole injury front, they've been they've always played a little bit safer uh, than not. So hopefully in this case, again, we're look, we're worried more about Brandon Cooks, the person and really what is life after football, because even if he's healthy, think, you know, as a wide receiver in this league, you don't see a lot of people play, you know, unlike Andrew Whitworth, who makes it extremely different, especially at the offense line position. You don't see those massive long careers. So you want to have a guy understand that there is life after football. And I think he gets that. I think he also is excited and loves this game so that it makes a tough decision. But we'll have to see what the doctors say and how, how that shakes out. But another guy we learned a little bit about today was Bryce Hager. He's been in and out of injury. He's, uh, you know, chipped in at special teams at times, even with kind of a banged up shoulder. But McVay kind of said mm-hmm. it sounds like he's heading to IR. Um, which I think mm-hmm. if I, if I saw this correct out there, that would be the seventh player for the Rams heading to IR this season. Um, a little bit about him and then even maybe who is behind him, right? Because Troy Reader stepped in a lot in the past. Uh, are we going to see any more, or I guess the beginning of Kenny Young, uh, we signed Dakota Allen back to the practice squad. He was a fan favorite in the mm-hmm. preseason. What's kind of the plan moving forward at that middle linebacker position? Yeah, thankfully, there's been a lot of guys who have stepped up and, and with all the injuries. I mean, just the linebacker group in general. When Before, when Clay was out, Samson stepped up. And, and so, you know, you're kind of seeing a shift of all of those guys. Um, and so Clay is expected to play on Sunday. And, and yeah, having Dakota Allen back, he, he told me the other day, he's like, I was just I was just on a little vacay. Okay, back, no big deal, you know. So it's almost like business as usual, which is great. Um, so, yeah, I think Troy Reader's playing really well. I mean, I think he – we've talked about this. His, uh, his stats this year in games have been phenomenal. He's done really great tackling. So, I don't see how, you know, Bryce Hager's been in and out this this season. Um, and so, yeah, if he goes on IR, I could see those guys kind of stepping up. And, yeah, I would see Troy Reader being the next man up. 
Um, he's proven himself in, in the last couple games. So I would see that kind of being the, the situation there with the linebackers. And Kenny Young, is he, has he kind of stood out at practice at all? Oh, uh, yeah. There... Yeah, and he's actually been really happy. I'm like, oh, yeah, Kenny, because he's just – he. you know, someone like Kenny has been great for the group. I think he fits in well. You know, linebackers led by our assistant head coach, Joe Barry, you know, you can kind of get a feel of, like, who's working, who's not working. And the linebacker group as a whole is just a really – I mean, when you have a guy like Joe Barry who's warming up with the team, um, he's – I mean, I can't see a better – better guy being added to the team you know throughout that whole trade situation with Kenny Young and even Austin Corbett um who we got with that uh with the trades before we got Jalen Ramsey that crazy day um those three guys are fitting in really well Jalen Ramsey's fitting in really well like smooth transition I can see Kenny Young you know perhaps getting more fluid and getting you know in pads and getting acclimated I think it just takes time you know this team is you know when you look at the, the things that Wade Phillips is doing on defense and the things that uh, Sean McVay is doing on offense, they ask a lot of their players. I actually talked to Corey Littleton today uh, for a piece that I'll, I'll share this weekend. And Corey Littleton's like, he, I mean, he was, he was a D lineman in college. Crazy. Just, just get this for <laughs> Yeah. So then he comes to the Rams and in two years, he is the defensive signal caller and then he makes pro bowl. And it's just insane to think that like this man just learned everything. Cause I was like, well, where do you learn this from? And he goes, Joe Barry, he will teach you everything to the exact detail of like where you should be in this situation. When this person sneezes that this one closes his left eye and raises his right eyebrow. Like that is the attention to detail that is necessary to play at the level that these guys are playing. And all that being said, you know, so so why we haven't maybe seen enough, you know, a lot of Kenny Young is because these guys got to get acclimated and, right. um, you know, he's still in his first year. So I think, yeah, we could definitely see him. I mean, I think the coaching staff knows better than I do. He's been out there. Um, you know, Joe Barry's very good on a first name basis. So he, like today I saw, you know, the linebacker specifically um, hitting some of the pads and, and he's just shout like, yeah, Dakota, get it. Yeah. Kenny, <laughs> go after it. You know? So, but he's, he's got, you know, they're all on first name basis. So, and Kenny's been a great positive just person to have in the locker room in general. So yeah, I could definitely see him getting some pads on. There's been no confirmation if that's happening or not, because it's the Rams way. We yeah. Everything <laughs> yeah. stays close to the chest. Um, that being said, I think, you know, we've got at least a pretty decent depth to fill some voids, um, given Bryce Hager. Yeah. Well, I mean, that even goes to the depth of this team that we talked about when we were looking back at the beginning of the season and, you know, looking how the, the 53 mm-hmm. was going to shake out and we're thinking, man, look at our practice squad is just stacked full of guys. And we see all these injuries and we're seeing some of these guys kind of come up and that continue to fill. And then that goes to like what you said with. Uh, Joe Barry and even Aubrey Pleasant. We got to really take advantage of these guys when they're around because they're really good. And I wouldn't be surprised over the next couple of years that they start getting calls from around the league as soon as probably next year, um, whether that's even, mm-hmm. you know, bumping up to a coordinator or even a head coach position. So we've got a great staff, whether that's uh, our coaches or our players. And it's going to be exciting to see some of these guys develop uh, throughout the rest of the season, even looking forward over the next uh, season as well. So uh, we've got more coming up with Serena. We're going to look more into this matchup on Sunday. Sunday in Pittsburgh, Lockdown Rams Hype Friday, right after this. Really excited to talk to you about one of our new partners, Metro Infinity. You can find them just off the 210 in Monrovia. 
you gotta go swing in and check out their new multi-million dollar facility. Check out their amazing selection of new and used cars. They are the number one volume dealer in California and the only dealer in California that's family owned and has been in business for over 25 years. My favorite thing, and I go on and on about this, but I hate the car buying experience. And with Metro Infinity, it's completely different. If you don't like going down to the dealership, no problem. They will bring the new car, the paperwork, Everything you need to get it done, they will go to your home, your office, your work. You want to meet at the parking lot of the mall? Go for it. They will help you complete the whole transaction, whatever is easiest for you. They are all about the customer buying experience. It's not the old-fashioned car dealership where you go in and you're haggling back and forth. These guys make you feel comfortable from the moment you step on the lot. Also, if you mention Locked On, they're going to give you another $500 off any car purchase. If you're thinking about a new Infinity or even in the market for a new or used car, please give them a call. Let them earn a chance to do business with you. Believe me, you won't regret it. My man, Billy Adams, give him a call. You can reach him at 626-599-7510 or go to MetroInfinity.com and check out what they have. Again, they're located at 821 East Central Avenue, Monrovia, California, just off the 210 in Monrovia. Also sponsoring the podcast and potentially sponsoring your wallet is MyBookie.ag. Game-winning touchdowns on a two-minute drive, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing like the NFL, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than to throw a little cash down on them. So do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sportsbook. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. MyBookie.ag is the best in the business. Whether you like betting on fantasy players, they got you covered there. Do you like parlays, betting a little bit, winning a lot? If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. No matter how you bet on the NFL season, this is the best time of the year. My favorite is betting in-game, live during the action. Let's say the Rams are down 10 at half. You think they're going to come back and win. You can bet, hedge your bet, however you want to do it. But you can bet during the action. I love that part of this with my bookie. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKEDON. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Over the world, why these haters getting mad? That's why all my bitches bad. They see this crazy life I have in A&R. We gon' win. All right, we are back. Second segment, we've got Serena Morales with us, LA Rams team reporter. And first off, I want to say welcome back. Uh, we had the bye week last week, and uh, we saw a lot of players go around and go back home and go on some trips. We saw some stay here. It looked like Jalen Ramsey went and took a tour of the new stadium and probably was uh, looking for a house. Uh, did you hear any fun stories from the players and what they did? And then for yourself, what did you do with your free time? Uh, well, I, I mean, just from Instagram, I know that uh, we had the bye week during uh, Halloween. So I oh, know yeah. that most of them went to Todd's Halloween party just from Instagram. And I know a couple of them were telling me about their Halloween costumes, and they were very excited about that. Um, I went home to New York City to see Mama Morales, which was great. Um, but, yeah, I think... It was actually, I always want, and I've talked to a couple guys about this, I always want the the later bye weeks because, you know, the travel that we had going L.A. to Atlanta, stayed in Atlanta extra, then flew to London. It was an, a red eye, so you get to London. They're, they're putting, they're in meetings 
Friday morning. I mean, there was so much coffee drank <laughs> on Friday that or drunk Friday that you just was like, what, how many coffees have I had? I can't even speak English right now. And I, I'm back on West Coast time. Then you go to London, you play the game, and then we head back to L.A. And then, again, some guys left and they went to, um, to you know, back home. I know Austin Blythe um, went hunting and that was fun for him. Uh, so, yeah, it was a great it was a great uh, bye week. And for me, I, I finished uh, my piece. I wrote a piece on Aaron Donald Chef. Um, I tried to, I'm trying to do maybe a series called I did this, like this guy, and here's what happened. And Aaron Donald, if you follow him on Instagram, he's always sharing his chef. They call him little Aaron. His name is A R R O N and Aaron chef. Aaron, um, has been feeding Aaron Donald, feeding the beast for about a year now. And I got to try um, these dancing meatballs mm. that Aaron Donald loves so much. And the reason they're called dancing meatballs is because Aaron danced the first time <laughs> that he ate them. They're so, so good. He made those and his breakfast tacos. That's Aaron's favorite thing to eat. And they are, again, I've, it's on the Rams.com, the article, but I have the two recipes posted. Um, so you can eat like Aaron Donald too, which is pretty great because, you know, if anyone else, is going to get through the rest of the season. It's cold. It's the winter. Might as well just put some extra LBs down. And yeah. when I say LBs, I mean pounds and not linebackers. <laughs> eat your food. Enjoy the rest of the winter bod. Wear those sweaters to cover it up. And then, you know, shed it in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the plan, right? But I, yeah, I keep my winter bod year yeah. round. You know, they, they don't call me a bear for nothing, right? Like, I, I never know when I'm going into hibernation. Uh, but I, I love it. Big shout out to Chef Aaron because – uh, I'm not sure if he listens to the podcast, but he's tagged me, Lockdown Rams, on Instagram on some of those. And actually, that dancing meatball one, right before uh, he started dancing, I was tagged in the video right before that. So I really enjoyed it, reposted it. Um, shout out for him, because if you guys aren't following him, go give it a go get a follow. You can find it through the article that Serena uh, put up. But man, some of that food that he is making, well, not some of it, all of that food that he is making is looking real, okay. real good. So, uh, And it's just crazy what that man can throw down. He is a big, big boy. Boy, and uh, those calories are a little different than me, but uh, you know I, I will have to try 5, some of those recipes. Oh, that's insane! Thousand calories a day, if you think about it. On his like hard days, it's like two thousand eight hundred something, close to three thousand calories. On if he did nothing at all to maintain his weight, Aaron Donald would need to you know consume close to three thousand calories. But on a high day actually like today like on thursdays when they really you know get the most out of their workouts um five thousand calories like very <laughs> a lot of of calories and he's only 11 percent body fat and the interesting part speaking to our team dietitian joey blake um he yeah aaron donald actually um would need to eat more fat because he's burning it off and also the recovery so you need fat to recover so you know those abs you know, you think, oh, I can't have any fat. I can't be fat-free, diet, whatever. No, man. Like, sometimes it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah. It's just crazy. You know, Aaron Donald. I actually tweeted a video of Aaron Donald. You know, it's exciting. He's going back to Pittsburgh. And, yeah. You know, it'll be interesting to have this reception for Aaron Donald, too. Uh, obviously, it's, it's Steeler Nation all the way. But, you know, Aaron, you know, they birthed that guy. There yeah. And, and he's a huge part of that community. So it'll be pretty cool to see, you know, people cheering for his community to cheer for Aaron Donald as well, because 
you know, he does a lot for the city of Pittsburgh. And, you know, I think, I believe the Steelers use some of the facility there at, at Pitt. So I think there's just a, a big respect for Aaron Donald. It would be cool to see him have a really great reception and a good game against the Steelers. I think this is going to be a really big game because if you think about where the Rams stand at five and three, you know, this this is really, you know, this sets the tone for the rest of the season. You come back from a bye week and it's like, can you get this win against the Steelers team who's very, very good? Like, that's going to make the like, okay, let's get back into this conversation. You know what I mean? No, I totally know what you mean. And it's crazy how accurate that is. Like, this is a big game coming out of the bye because, you know, you always look to teams coming out of the bye and you look at it almost as somewhat of advantage, right? Because you've had all this rest and be able to get healthy and, and come up. But we're going on the road and it's a it's it's like a tricky matchup. It's a Steelers team, like you talked about, getting a lot better mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Always a tough place to play. There's weather. There's things like that. Uh, the reunion coming back for Aaron Donald, which is going to be awesome because you talk about it. The one thing I love about that is, you know, he's a guy that stayed at home, went to Pitt. Uh, this summer, you know, in the off season, went back and gave what a million bucks to the to the school that that built uh-huh. this whole facility yeah. for him. So, um, you know, amazing to see what you know where he talks about coming from. I saw a piece where he showed his old house and he still owns that house and works out there. It's basically like his workout house in a sense, which is awesome uh, to mm-hmm. to speak to Aaron Donald and not leaving the neighborhood and continue to get back. So, so many fun storylines going around this game and it's going to be a fun one. Um, and then before we get out of this segment, yeah, you know me, I'd like to throw in some TMZ stuff here and, and well, I call it TMZ stuff, but uh, we'll see how it kind of develops here. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you a couple questions because we don't know the, the certainty of Brandon cooks and what it's going to be like for him the rest of the season and how that's going to play out. There's a couple big name wide receivers that are out there. Uh, Des Bryant took to social media the other day and said, he's not looking for a starting role, but in the next two weeks, he's going to be reaching out to teams to say like, Hey, I want to contribute. Uh, and then there is uh, the captain of disgruntlement, which I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going with it. And uh, you know, that's sure, yeah. an- Antonio Brown. And he's talking, you know, today he said, I'm done with football. And then like four hours later, he's like, I'm kidding. I, I kind of want to play still. I-, I love the game. So out of those two guys, do you see the Rams having any interest? I mean, we saw Josh Gordon pass us on waivers and, and he went to Seattle. So do-, do you see them being interested in a wide receiver later in the season? Or is that kind of probably a pass on, on both parties? I mean, until they they get word on what's going on with Brandon Cooks. I don't see any conversation happening because obviously we want Brandon Cooks number one, first and foremost, over anybody else. Um, and then, you know, I think once someone gets clarity there, then maybe there's conversations. But honestly, I mean, even we saw last year, Josh Reynolds stepped in uh, for Cooper Cup last season, and I thought he did a phenomenal job. And, you know, I, I, I think back to – I talked to this game a lot, but the Chiefs game – um, on that Monday night football uh, game where Samson Abel comes scores two defensive touchdowns and Josh Reynolds, I believe, had two touchdowns yeah. and Gerald Everett had two touchdowns. I mean, everyone had two touchdowns. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I just think Josh is such a great player. And, and, and to come in, I, you never give credit to the guys who have to come in, right? Like, if you're starting, you're in motion, you're right. fluid. The sixth man, right, off the bench, is that is the hard job because you're like, Am I going in now? Oh, no, not yet. Am I going in yet? No. Okay, not yet. Okay, am I, is this, nope, not yet. All right, cool. I'll just sit here. Like, that's very hard. As a, as a former athlete myself, like, to, to not know and you're kind of like, I got to get into a groove. You're still a little off. You're watching. So, so now you're picking up someone else's, you know, masterpiece per se, right? Like, oh, okay, where can I fix this, right? Um, I think that's hard. And I think Josh Reynolds has done a great job because he's kind of have, he's going to have to be ready to, 
play different spots and, you know, obviously they're going to shift things over, but I, I just think Josh Reynolds has did a great job and he's proven himself. He would be a starter, I, I believe on, on another NFL team. Um, and so, yeah, I, I actually think that the, it's Sean McVay and coach Yarb have a lot of faith in Josh Reynolds stepping in uh, to, for Brandon cooks. If, if he doesn't um, return long-term. Yeah, that's a great point because, you know, we saw a slow start to the season. Uh, you know, they talked all offseason about him being the fourth wide receiver and looking as a fourth starter. Uh, he struggled early on, but it really so did the whole offense, right? And then when he got an opportunity, and you talk about coming in cold off the bench, I mean, that is tough. I go back to – I played some high school football myself. I was more of a basketball player in high school, but I remember one occasion where uh, we had a guy go down and I was the next guy up. I was not as ready uh, as – as uh, Josh Reynolds and a guy came into me, we were in the middle of a play and he came up to me on the sidelines and he goes, Hey, you know, you're supposed to be in the game right now. You're, you're the backup and he's out. The other guy's out. And I was like, what? Like, no, no one told me. And so I go running onto the field as they're about to snap the ball. So I panic, turn around and run back to the sidelines. There's like 12 flags thrown the next day in film session. My coach just, oh my re- <laughs> just rewound it. And just, you just see me like an idiot run halfway onto the field, panic, run halfway off the field. And, and that was my highlight of being the backup uh, tight end of that position. And uh, I was a special teamers. Okay, guys, I was more of a basketball player, but you got to give credit to the guy coming cold <laughs> off the bench and putting up a game like Josh Reynolds did. So hopefully he sees some more action in Pittsburgh. And that's what we'll have coming up next. We're more with Serena. We're going to talk about that game, get some predictions. We're going to take our picks and wrap this thing up uh, for the weekend. Right back after this. The Suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trailblazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we are back. Third and final segment. Serena Morales, LA Rams team reporter, joining us per usual on the Friday Hype Edition, getting you guys ready for the game on Sunday. Uh, We'll kick right into it. We'll talk about the take your pick. Um, These are some really random ones. I was trying to get creative and trying to get some different things going in here. So uh, bear with me and use your creativity. Uh, So what do you see happening? So take your pick. What do you see happening? A Jared Goff rushing touchdown this week or a defensive unit Scoring the touchdown. Ooh. Jared Goff rushing. Jared Goff, like, scoring a t- rushing, rushing for yeah. a touchdown. Yep, rushing a touchdown for Jared I Goff think- or the defense scoring a touchdown. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Because uh, Jared's done it this year, right? So he's hit his I'm quota. Like, <laughs> and he does a little flip. Yeah, I'm like, he does a little flip. I could see... 
Oh, man. I, I'm going to give it to the defense. I think they're really kind of coming together. And I think um, again, I think Jalen Ramsey's sort of like a guy who's just like, man, I can't wait to prove myself. And he's, he's proven himself, but I could see him. Um, I joke with Mikkel Roby all the time. I'm like, yo, you got me a pick six today? It was good, man. Um, so, I mean, I obviously can't joke about J.J., um, right. he's recovering from the shoulder injury. So I'm like, who's my new pick six guy? I'm yeah. Someone's defense. stepping up. Let's uh, go. I know. Let's, I got to get that. I had, I called Darius Williams, even though it was a special teams touchdown, but I did go, Hey, pick six buddy. And it was his first game, like playing like period. And I was like, Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna go to pick six and he scores. Um, so I'm going to give it to the defense just because we've seen Jared, um, score a touchdown this season. I want to, try and get the defense to like do some things jared goff and the elusive rushing touchdown um i'm gonna wait i'm going with you um and poor darius williams and not in a bad way but you know it's a hey pick six and he's like don't get picky okay i scored a touchdown let's go uh but i i'm with you i think the defense is going to get one in uh they're without james connor they're gonna have to throw the ball a little bit more uh we'll get to the weather here in a second but i think that may play a part in it and uh you know this defense been getting nastier and nastier we're getting clay matthews back potentially or so we think so uh yes i think i'm with you i think it's a defensive touchdown this next one take your pick who will have more cooper cup catches or daryl henderson rushing attempts oh Cooper Cup catches. What do you have? Seven, he had seven receptions against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, man, he had such a crazy game against the Bengals. It was we, insane. Like, what, 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 Cooper Cup, man. Yeah, and so I, awesome. I, I got to give a shout out to our social media team who had, uh, that's our cup of tea. I was like, oh, yeah. thank you, guys. That was awesome. <laughs> um, that was so good. Um, I'm going to give, I'm going to give Cooper Cup. I think he's just on a roll. He's coming off of a, a bye week, so now you've got rested Cooper Cup. Um, I I just see that guy doing doing great things for us. I'm gonna give Cooper Cup over Daryl Henderson. Although I gotta give it to Daryl Henderson, he's really been great this season. Malcolm though is is supposed to he was in practice today, so that might take away from some action that Daryl Henderson would get. So I'm going with Cooper Cup. I like it. And the only reason I'm, I'm going to go Daryl Henderson. The only reason, well, part of the reason is I think the, the league has got to wake up. Do they not have film on Cooper Cup? I mean, some of those catches against uh, the <laughs> Bengals, I mean, he's wide open. open. And it was funny as they came out of the second half and they were asking one of the sideline reporters and said, I talked to the Bengals head coach and they said they, they're excited about their second half plan against Cooper Cup. And before she could finish her sentence, he caught a 35 pass, 35 yard pass across the middle and it was like, well, they better might want to figure out the plan again because it's not working um so i think that they're gonna make it a big focus to try to slow him down so i see maybe like a five catch game for cooper cup that still may be 150 yards you never know with cooper cup uh his his yards after the catch i think are in top three in the nfl right now so uh and then you're right we have malcolm brown back that might bite into a little bit but we'll see how much he gets into the game his first game back and you know a handful of games uh, so maybe if, if Daryl Henderson starts getting hot, they might give him a couple extra. So I could see, even see uh, Daryl Henderson with like eight carries and Cooper, catch, Cooper Cup with six catches, and there's the win. So I'll go uh, Daryl Henderson, but I think both those guys will have some sort of impact on the game on Sunday. And then here's another super random one. I kind of, I don't know how I came up with this one, but we've talked about the weather like four Great. times, and here's where it's coming into play. Um, what number will be higher? Total points in the game 
or the temperature at kickoff. And FYI, I'll give you some help here. Uh, it's supposed to be about 48 degrees at kickoff, and the over-under is set at 44. So uh, what number will be higher, total points in the game or temperature at kickoff? I love this question. Oh, Bear, you're just like... I knew you'd like it. I, I set this up. I, I was like, I know, this I'm is like, going to be a good I one. I love this stuff. Oh, okay. I am going to go... I'm going to go... The the uh, total points will be higher because okay. I just assume... I'm actually very thankful I won't be traveling this game <laughs> because I don't like the cold. And I was freezing at 50 degrees in New York City because I'm very acclimated to the L.A. weather now. This morning I woke up to go for a run and it was 55 degrees. And I checked the New York weather and it was also 55 degrees. And then I went and I was like, wow, that's so funny. It's the same exact temperature <laughs> on the East Coast. The difference is it got to 86 degrees here yes. <laughs> and it went colder. It went down to like 40 degrees in New York. So I'm going to say that I'm going with the Rams and going that they're, I'm, I'm looking for a nice, high 20s game because you know me that's my that's my good numbers right there um you know i could see the rams offense doing well and so i'm gonna say that i would hope that the total points scored is higher well i don't hope it because they're gonna be freezing but i'm gonna say <laughs> for our benefit of scoring that the, that the points total points is higher than the weather in the, in the cold. <laughs> yes, and uh, I love it, and, and it's funny. I'm right there with you. I'm, I was Midwest, born and raised, and I lived out in Seattle for a long time, and I used to be able to handle the cold, and now living in California, I, I mean, I was walking to the grocery store like maybe an hour ago, and it was like 52, and I had a sweatshirt on, and I was like, oh, I'm freezing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've turned into such a wuss so fast. Uh, so I am glad you will be warm and not have to uh, fight those conditions out there, but hopefully these guys are football players. They're tough. That I know they almost some of them love it. You see some of those guys pregame out there with no shirt kind of embracing the cold when it's snowing and stuff they're kind of crazy but i respect it um with that being said i'm with you i'm gonna go over on the points here i think that will be higher and i expect it to kind of warm up i think the high for that day uh is in the mid 50s so uh maybe if the sun cracks earlier the high, though, Barry, yeah i know that's, high. Oh, that's crazy the game is at isn't it at 4 p.m uh eastern time the oh sun goes yeah. down at like three so it's going to be mad cold. Okay, so I may even <laughs> looked at the temperature wrong because I was looking around 1 o'clock, and that's like your prime heated up time, so it might even be colder. Uh, so let's – I'm with you. Let's go points. It, I think it's a 425 game for, for Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's 1 o'clock for us. So it's going to be freezing. And especially by the end of it, it's going to – I think oh. the, it's like a low in, in like the high 30s, low 40s. So uh, good luck, boys. Stay warm out there and uh, just keep it moving. Uh, right. When we come to the final and you talked about living in the 20s, we'll get to the predictions. Your thoughts on how this thing's going to play out, score, and, and a finish. Score. You know me. Uh, I want to give my Rams a high tw- like 27, 23. 27 23 maybe 27 20 I I want I think our defense is coming together I I would like to see the Steelers you know on a lower end of the scale and the Rams on a higher end of the scale obviously but I think that the Steelers are a really good team I mean I listed for you like some of their games I mean they I mean 20 28 26 24 20 20 623 like they have really really close games right um so they're obviously putting up points and so I don't want to sleep on these guys. So I'm, I'm going to say like 27, 23. 
I like it. And this is probably the closest we've ever been. And I'm out of the 30s. I broke out of the 30s. Uh, I think it's going to be, yeah, a, I just, <laughs> yeah, I think just living out there in that cold. And uh, we talked about the physical nature of this game. I think it's going to be a tough old school Steelers type of game. And the Rams, I think, are going to embrace that. Uh, we've got three running backs that are healthy, so I, I expect us to run the ball and kind of work some play action with Jared Goff. I still think we can move the football. I've got it as a 27-20 game, uh, so we're really close on that. And, and again, I would not be surprised if it's, you know, 27-25 because, uh, like you said, that Steelers have been playing some close games. And if you look at the Rams, minus the last two weeks, uh, which have been versus a lot lesser of opponents, uh, we've been playing some really close games throughout the whole season. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised if that thing comes down to near the end. And, and hopefully it ends up with us with the ball taking a knee in victory formation. That was always the funnest play at the end of the game. Uh, but Serena, we appreciate it so much. It is very great to have you back here on the Hype Friday. Last week, was I was a little bored by myself, I'll be honest. Uh, but it's good to have you back. Yeah. I look forward to uh, hopefully a win here. And we'll be looking at a 6-3 and three ball club talking about what we have next uh, back home in L.A. That's right. Thank you for having me on. Let's get this dub. With that said, Rams Nation, you know what it is. Until next time. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.